When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. Talked a little bit about some of the players that could you know, stand out over the weekend or, or guys that the Cincinnati Bengals could have an interest in. Now that that game is in the books, did you have any takeaways? And, and main focus for me personally would be offensive alignment. Um, it feels like some guys jumped. I mean... I am not the type to put too much stock into some of the senior bowl stuff, like the one-on-ones. I think they're applicable to the NFL, but a lot of times the NFL you're dealing with maybe not a double team, but you have help of some kind. Maybe it's not a chip, but you have a slide. Um, And at the very least, like the guard is probably close ish to you if you're a tackle. So when the guy goes inside, like these guys are doing crazy inside, like he would just run into a guard half the time. And uh, also, some of the uh, this goes for corners and wide receivers too. Some of the like four second reps where the the well the defense for the trench one on ones and the wide receiver for the wide receiver corner one on ones that, that that stuff's just nonsense. Like you see wide receiver hit like four different moves in a route. It's like okay, the first move was the route, and then it was just nonsense after that. So I'm not one to put too much stock into that, but it feels to me, at least reading Bengals fans tweets. Uh, Fuaga mm-hmm. seems to have jumped Latham and Mims. Where I think a month ago, if I did like a mock draft, it was Latham or Mims, Latham or Mims. And now it's like, well, Fuaga's there, you have to take him. I have no idea about these players. So yeah. I'm now up to three defensive tackles, though. So. Uh, and then Jackson Powers Johnson, he had a great senior bowl. I know some people have talked about taking him possibly at 18. And then I think like is it Jalen Guyton? I was going to say his name. Yeah. There's, there's a couple of other guys. It's like, well, he's in consideration for 16 or 18. I would be a little bit surprised if he was, I mean, maybe he just blows up the combine and gets like a nine, nine RAS score. And you just take him for the tools, but where he was before the senior bowl, it makes it hard for me to think that's a pick at 18. If they were picking back at like 30, maybe. Yeah. But at 18, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe his film is great. I, I have not seen him. But I just know that it's going to be a little tough for uh, him to pass Mims and um, Latham, in my mind, at least consensus-wise. I, I never love the huge jumps. I like jumps. I like, like, that guy looked good and gets competition. Like, and sometimes it's just matching eye tests. Like, maybe you're watching – Tavondre Sweat. I know we're talking offensive line, but we're talking defensive mm-hmm. line. And I actually watched this guy. <laughs> I think he's good. And then you see him day one. He doesn't have the best day. Responds really well. And he dominates day two and day three. And that's something you want to see. You want to see, like, how do you respond to adversity? Well, there it is. Maybe you have a little bit of a red flag because I did hear Dane Brugler talk about he's not always motivated. So maybe that's what happened day one was he wasn't that motivated. So you got to find a way to keep him motivated. And if you feel good about your room, your coaches, your uh, culture, then maybe you can nix that concern, but it is there. 
and uh, I will always take it a little bit more seriously after I liked Tyler Shelvin and uh, did not listen to when a coach for LSU told me like, yeah, I mean, he's great if he's motivated, but he's more likely to end up out of the league. And I was like, ah, you know, that's just what people say. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, that was, that was the truth. <laughs> yeah. And, and the offensive lineman, Tyler Guyton, um, he was on a few of the mock drops for the Bengals, but there were some things when it comes to the jump, it felt like, a lot of people moved him up after this weekend, but a lot can change as we're in the very first week of February when it comes to the combine, how these guys really test out these pro, pro visits uh, with the Bengal scouts and assistant coaches and even Zach Taylor. They'll all be busy in the next few months when it comes to the evaluation of some of these players. But for me personally, I know offensive line and even Daniel Jeremiah, we're joking because last week when we talked about like, Daniel Jeremiah talking about the wide receiver classes over the last few years. I'm like, oh, this one, though, this one's going to be good. But I feel like he says that every year. Offensive linemen in the draft last year, it felt like such a weaker class. But he even said today, he said, this is the perfect opportunity if you are looking to pretty much just revamp or retool your offensive line when it comes to starters and even even depth pieces. And that's kind of how I feel about the Cincinnati Bengals overall when it comes to their offensive line. I would like to go. I don't think that they do it in free agency because they did it with Orlando Brown. And I think they're going to stick to the D line as far as spending money in free agency and maybe double dip in the first round when it comes to. I could see like swing tackle, low end starter type, probably peaking at like an aluminum, like as much as it would be cool, like getting like a Mike Onwenu, who I think is a guard. Like if I'm paying a big money, he's a guard to me. And that's nothing to take away. I think he's a solid tackle. I just think you're getting a really good guard if he's playing there, kind of like Elton. Jenkins for the Packers. But anyway, you could probably throw him out. Tyron Smith, I mean, that's a pipe dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he even wants to leave Dallas, like he might be Dallas to retire type of thing. Um, those two, I mean, Trent Brown's always there, but he always mm-hmm. has the off field motivation concerns every year. He had a weight clause in his contract, and he, for the Raiders, it was not great, and he misses time every year. So I, I feel like they're not going to be in on that. So it might peak at like Jermaine Illuminor of like, yeah, this guy's like a low end starter and it doesn't preclude us from taking Latham, Mims, Fuaga, Fontenot, Guyton, a hundred different guys that are all possible. Yeah, I I feel like we'll get a little bit of an idea when it comes to free agency, which is almost a month away. And it's crazy to think about. I'm I'm looking forward to that because I do think the Cincinnati Bengals will still be extremely active when it comes to spending money. They're going to have to when you think about their defensive line. But for me, on the offensive line side, kind of what Daniel Jeremiah was saying, I agree with what the Bengals outlook should be. And even Duke Duke Tobin said it last week, paraphrasing a little bit here, but trenches are an extremely important thing when people are going to the senior bowl and what they're watching out for and the Bengals need to go all in on the trenches side on that's defense and on the offensive line but for me on the offensive line adding depth is absolutely huge um I know Alex Kappa is under contract for two more years but you have to think about the Ted Karras replacement I don't think the Bengals are against upgrading Cordell Volson if the price is right obviously you you really don't want to if you don't have to. But if there's a guy out there and they're like, you know what? We feel good about him. There'll be a little bit of training camp competition. And you have that added depth at the guard in the interior room. I think that's absolutely huge. And I think they need to go in there with the backup center. Uh, the Trey Hill 
the project is over. It really never started, thankfully. Um, and you really just gotta, you gotta add more depth. And, and I agree when it comes to maybe a swing tackle and free agency, and maybe you're adding a guy at 18 where you're not telling that rookie, you have to be a day one starter. We are going to put you in there your rookie year, but it's not going to be the first weekend of NFL kickoff. So I think all of that stuff is going to be extremely, extremely important how they look at it. But when it comes to the defensive side, I know you were mentioned a couple of the players that, you know, I feel like are getting mocked to the Cincinnati Bengals and a lot of PFF outlooks for the fans on social media is there any other defensive lineman from the senior bowl that you're like okay that could be a guy from the senior bowl not really yeah. i mean somebody like law too but i feel like we're past that point because you'd have to take him at 18 yeah we haven't really talked about him everything i've seen haven't watched him mm-hmm. he's not the Bengals type um the, a lot of guys love those speed designated pass rusher types and maybe you make that argument about Trey Hendricks, but I think Trey Hendricks is just more powerful and tries to run through people. They like the cage in the quarterback. They like guys that power rush. Miles Murphy is their prototype for what they want at the edge position, at least as a prospect of like, he's big, he's long, he's strong. It's all we really care about. He's good and he's explosive. Like, that's mm-hmm. what they want. They want a guy that can run through people. Um, and I don't think Latu can run through people. At least he didn't look like he could. So I think we can throw that one out. And mm-hmm. other than that, I don't see another D line at the senior bowl that I'm just so invested in like top 100 picks. Like after I don't really watch like round yeah. four, round five, round six and round seven guys until after the Bengals take them. Like if I watched the guy and they took him in round four, round five, it was because I thought he was going to go in the top three rounds. Yeah. The, the senior bowl are the, that, that was a silly question of mine because you're rarely going to find your 18th or even your first round pick at the senior bowl. I don't think but they could, um, they, they have, there are guys, you know, like we talked about with Flaga and we talked about with Jackson Powers Johnson, like there's guys and Latu is a guy that you, if you take him, you have to take him at 18. It's probably not going to be there at 49 or 